Invested with purpose, making the most out of your time, talent, and treasures. Pull up a seat and join us as we uncover powerful testimonies that are sure to move and inspire you. Meet Christians from all walks of life and hear their incredible stories that will both motivate and challenge the way you view the world. These men and women exemplify Christian values and biblical stewardship in areas of mission, finance, entertainment, sports, and more. ESG, environmental, social, and governance. What exactly does that mean? What does it mean from your perspective, Brian, uh, from someone who's been in the financial service industry for some time now, talking to advisors, a lot of clients? What, what, what does that mean? If, if I'm an everyday investor and I say, Brian, what does ESG mean? And That's a great question. How does what that does it mean today, right? <laughs> because I feel like what it means today might not be what it means even one year from now. Right. And, and we can almost see that, the, that, that it's shifted um, already multiple times. You know, right. we, when I first started at Timothy Plan, it was social investing and social investing involved uh, climate issues and then t- things like uh, alcohol, tobacco and gambling, something like that. And so the, the, the climate issues were something that were that were pretty important. But then. Now we've coalesced and we've got this uh, governance issue and, you know, you've got these social issues and it's almost like who, who's defining what these issues are? Do we know? Yeah. And, and that's one of my biggest problems is a lack of clarity on exactly what it is. And to be quite honest, I've done, you know, minimal research, so I haven't spent hours upon hours looking into it. But just from what I've looked at, it seems like a lot of these terms, depending on where you go, they can be defined as different things. So even when you say climate issues, what does that mean? Well, what, what do you mean the climate? I mean, what, what, and what implications does that have on an investment company that has nothing to do with that? Why does that affect a company's ESG score? What is the ESG score? Who are the people who are determining if someone gets a high or low score? I think um, one of the problems with ESG, uh, just from my brief study and observation, is that it is super subjective. And there's no clear standard that, from what I've seen, has stood the test of time. Right, you have something like a like a values-based investment, which is what they call it, which is completely different than what a biblically responsible investment is, where you have clearly defined things that go back centuries and millennial, you know, millennium, you know, so so you have these standards that are biblical principles that are coming out of you know, thousands of years of history and haven't changed, and now you have uh, you know something like ESG that can change on a day-to-day or month-to-month or, or annual basis. And then what are, what's the next issue that's going to come that, that co-ops into ESG, you right. know, right? Now that there's an issue out there we may not even know exists that will be pulled into it and then made some core criteria. Right, right. <laughs> right. And there is no, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if there's a comprehensive list of everything that goes into ESG. And even as you say the term values, again, I it just... The question, it begs the question, whose values are we talking about? Um, cause depending on who you ask, what people value are, is going to be different. Um, and that's okay. Um, it's okay for someone to have different values, but I, I don't think it's okay for it not to be clear in what values you're referring to. And some of what I heard from, I guess, some of the proponents of ESG is that it's not, 
political and that, you know, it's not pushing a certain agenda. You know, when you talk about equity and climate change and things like that, I mean, those are clearly buzzwords that are used politically. So I wouldn't have as much as a problem if whoever the proponents of ESGR were crystal clear on what it was, what they stood for, instead of standing firm in mid-air and intentionally making it uh, convoluted and muddied. uh, And they just communicated what it was. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's what comes to mind when I think about it. Right, and then you then you have the the aspect of like a corporate takeover almost, where you have a company like Exxon, where they place people on the board that are diametrically opposed to the business that you're in. It's like, what do you want me to do? We we're we're an oil and gas company, and now you want us to turn into something else entirely. You know, like that was not part of the that was not what they signed up for on this ESG thing. And then you know, of course, the hot topic now, you know, you see in the news is that you have companies like Budweiser that that commit brand suicide almost right. to to gain some kind of credit score, right? right? You know, like is that what drives right. people to do this? Absolutely, and and the credit score is you know that that's a whole kind of worms in and of itself. I would assume within a lot of these companies who have these scores as people and even people high in these companies who wouldn't necessarily agree or even care about some of the things that they have to push to get a higher credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just brings to mind having, it's not a social credit score, but it has that same type of implication that if you're not following these types of rules or doing these things that this group of people has said is good, then that can affect your business. That can affect if you receive business loans. That can affect how many people are going to invest in your company as opposed to just having a company who creates a product or does a service and does that well. I'm not sure why it just can't be that way, why a furniture company just can't be a furniture company, why things have become so blurred and why they have to have their hands in so many different things. And that's what makes me believe there's something else at play, that it's not just about values, but it's it's about pushing a certain type of mindset. Um, and and it's it's not fair again if it's not clearly com- communicated and it's not fair because the average investor isn't even aware of this right 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 it's almost like we've lost the plot now where a company right. just can't be a company right. coca-cola can't just be coca-cola right. coca-cola has to stand with whatever current issue comes about and we all know um, you know every every june we know what issue that is right. you know because you'll turn your you'll turn your logo a rainbow on june 1st and then you'll turn it off uh, at the end of june you know and it's like okay now to the next month what's our next issue that we have to do or what's the next thing that's 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 hot right now and it's just it's making companies become culture warriors right. in a way, you know, and 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 now you know we've railed against uh, people that that get too caught up in the culture war, but we want all these companies to fight the culture war. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. It's it's becoming more and more challenging to f- for an individual or a company to just be neutral. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if that is even a thing today, neutrality and nuance, because if you don't take a stand for something, 
Mm-hmm. You've taken a stand for something. Whether it is something like uh, the rainbow flag, as an example, um, if a company doesn't do that, they can be berated for just not doing that. That doesn't mean that they have anything against anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's unfortunate that things have become so polarizing to where it's either falling line, either you're with us or against us. And now, of course, there's certain issues. I think it's 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 okay to to take a stand for and to speak up on, uh, of course. But again, we're talking about companies who provide specific services and there's places and there's places for people to go for certain things. Um, whether right. that is to hear something about politics or to hear something about more social issues, the, the lines are so blurred now. And, um, as, as, as a believer, you know, what we're left with no choice but to take us, take a stand. Right. The time of us being neutral or just saying, well, that's somebody else's problem is kind of long gone now. You kind of, you're pushed into a corner where you have to make a decision because you're watching companies make the decision for you. And so, you know, you, you can, you know, the old school boycott way of doing things doesn't necessarily make any difference, really. You, you've got to be engaged. And, and uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, like companies absolutely have every right to take a social stand, whatever stand they want. Right. The, the, the thing is, like, they should be able to do that by their own choice, not because they're just like, well, you didn't do this and now we're going to ruin your business. I mean, by and large, you could get almost unanimous support for some form of a diverse opinions across the aisle. You want to hear different opinions and not sit in an echo chamber all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you, then you end up with these companies where they're quote, diverse opinion is not diverse at all because it's only one opinion and you better be in agreement with that opinion or else you're, you're on the outside looking in, you know? And so we've lost all nuance and all conversation. We can't talk about things on the conservative side of things versus things on the more liberal side of things, um, you know, Christian versus uh, non-Christian viewpoints and just have debate. Now we can't even have the debate. Now we just, uh, you know, Stop talking. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. It's, it, it's stop talking and you, you're supposed to hate the other person no matter what. And um, it, it almost seems like that's the play. Like to for whoever the powers that be, it's they don't want those types of conversations happening. Um, you know, they don't want the healthy debate and mm-hmm. healthy discussion and the nuance and the different perspectives shared. It's have these four or five talking points and don't go any deeper than that. I mean, that's what we see a lot on um, a lot of these media outlets, unfortunately, and these legacy media outlets, a lot of the times it's these loud talking heads, mm-hmm. these quick sound bites, um, as, as opposed to a long form discussion, which is part of why I think culturally we're moving to things like podcasts and why certain podcasts are so prevalent and mm-hmm. things on social media and things like that. You're able to get more of that long thought out conversation. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a very interesting place that, that we're in. And, um, uh, going back to the ESG thing, it seems like that's kind of the fruit or the outworking of, just where we are culturally, how it's you either do this or you don't mm-hmm. do it, and that's going to affect your bottom line. Yeah, the thing is outstanding that you have as a Christian, you know, you can have options where you can invest with your faith. And and those are the things that we really should be looking at, right? I mean, everyone wants to reflect their own values and all the things that they do. And, and we do that every day with our children and our families and the, and the media we consume and the books that we read and the music that we listen to and the podcasts that we listen to. And so, you know, it makes logical sense, of course, to make sure that you're looking at 
um, not just companies that you support or go shop at, but like how how are you funding these types of things? Right. And so, yeah, that's that's a it's a really good talking or you know something something to really think about. Right, absolutely, it's important to be invested with purpose. There you go. <laughs> invested with purpose is brought to you by Timothy Partners Limited, advisor to the Timothy Plan Funds. Timothy Plan is a family of biblically responsible mutual funds and ETFs. For more information, please visit Timothy Plan's website at www.timothyplan.com. And remember to find us on all of the major social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.